the Two Broke Watch Knobs podcast is an online discussion dedicated to urology and the in-depth coverage, review, and assessment of high-quality, affordable timepieces. There may be instances of strong language, and this podcast is intended for a mature audience. Sit back and enjoy. God, this is Kaz. <laughs> and we're two broke watch knobs. Uh, <laughs> oh no, no, we're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got like, I got like, I, I just like sucked tea up into my sinuses. Okay. I, I want you to know also that all the fans in my room are turned off. Okay. And I'm, I'm recording this in my boxers with a beer. And I'm just drenched in sweat. <laughs> why, are you, why, right. why, why are you like putting yourself through like Guantanamo torture, dude? It's really hot. Well, the thing, I, I turn the fans off because the mic picks up the noise. Oh my God, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> this is what You're I do. You're broadcasting from like an Afghani cave somewhere with fucking Lauren. Yeah, the, the part in Narcos where they're trying to catch Pablo Escobar, I'm like the dudes in the van trying to like find his like radio signal. Michael, just you, like... You know what I don't understand? <laughs> I've never seen Narcos. I've never seen Stranger Things. But apparently Netflix really wants me to fucking see those fucking movies or, or shows or wherever they are. You Stranger I mean? Things is a lot of fun. Is it? I just feel so it's... weird. I don't. You know what it is? I'm so. I'm still like 17 years old in my brain, and mm-hmm. I refuse to take part in anything that people talk about casually in front of the water cooler at work. And Stranger well, Things is one of those fucking things they talk about all the time. If you're 17 at heart still, you'll like Stranger Things. Ooh, good comeback. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I put it I put it on, actually. Uh, I think it's like eight episodes or something. Mm-hmm. And I played one episode for Noor. I, I had never seen it. I was like, let's just see what this is about. And we finished the first episode, and she turns to me. She's like, we're finishing this shit tonight. <laughs> tonight. And we did it. That's <laughs> awesome. Night. Shit, man. <laughs> it's 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 pretty it's pretty good. I'll I give like it a shot. It. I gotta I gotta watch that. I gotta watch the second season of Daredevil they put up. Okay. Still gotta catch that. So okay. Alright. You wanna do this? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I'm gonna have a lot to edit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean we, we I I really don't wanna keep this. <laughs> that's that's fine, that's fine. Um Alright, so hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz. And Damn, this two, is the second two, episode of Two Broke Watch Knobs. We did it. Two Broke, Two Broke, Two Bleh, Two Broke Watch Knobs. Two, two, <laughs> two Brunch Watch Knobs. We talk about watches while we eat brunch, uh, uh, <laughs> thumbing our noses at people. Uh, no, we are Two Broke Watch Knobs, and uh, we did not think we'd make it to two episodes, but here we are. Here we are. Oh, and, and uh, full disclosure, Michael. Mike, uh, if yeah. you hear, like, skull boring edm music that's me because my neighbor has been blasting it for about four hours now and i, I'm... I can i can dig that yeah I'm, yeah I'm okay down. okay yeah. i'm about to go and I... literally just set his door on fire because i have no other options at this point nothing uh, nothing pairs better with a seiko 5 than uh some, <laughs> some edm music dude i just love getting a loop and staring at the rotor on my exhibition back on my snk man <laughs> just listening can... to just listening to some daft punk yeah, dude. If you can, if you can pair watches with tequila, you can pair watches with uh, EDM. Dude, that's right. Okay, yeah, I want to talk about that. So, so, okay, Michael, tell tell everyone, tell uh, this is a milestone in two book watch knobs history. They let one of us into one of these things. We're notorious yeah. for being broke as shit, so we don't belong at these things. But Michael, tell tell everyone where you were last night. Last night. It was last night, and I still don't know how it happened. So a week ago, <laughs> I got I got a very strange email. And I got, it was from an events at hodinky.com. And uh, I got invited to some some bougie sort of event that uh, <clears throat> was a collaboration between hodinky.com, right. which I love, and, sure. uh, and Maestro, Maestro de Bell Tequila. And uh, I was kind of 
apprehensive at first, but I, you know, accepted the invite and uh, my wife and I decided to go. So we got there and, uh, you know, they... Well, before, before my... you go on, I just want to let everyone understand, like, the self-inflicted gunshot Sherlock Holmes journey we went on to try and figure out how you got this fucking email. I don't just, know how I got the email. He just texted me, Kaz, I got this email. I think they're after me. We're like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you got the email, Michael. I think it's I Facebook. I, I think because think I so? liked, I think because I liked the Hodinkee page, I think they somehow got I don't know, some kind of. I'm telling you, man, Face, like, Facebook has everything. They have like sperm count. They have like exercise like meters and they have so much information on you. It is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm still apprehensive about dusting my facebook account off for two world watch knobs like if i could just like like sky right from like an afghani cave and like let people know i'm alive that way instead of going on facebook i fucking would dude but i guess i had to go back on facebook facebook knows that the cashew milk in my fridge is expired <laughs> you're gonna get a facebook message michael your milk's about to expire in two days like uh thanks thanks facebook fuck order okay so i'm order. sorry i'm sorry you, you you accepted the invite you 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 and the missus went we went and uh, it was at the Temple Miami, which is like the, it's apparently the largest single family residence in Miami Beach. It was and, a house? Um, it was like a mansion, Jesus. actually, that I guess was turned into a, a venue. And uh, so we went in and uh, immediately, we immediately realized that we were way underdressed really so, what did what, did, what were you what were okay so the two questions uh what were you wearing baby and what watch were you wearing i mean well Nora looked great she had you know she had a uh you know whatever like a nice dress on sure i was in i was in jeans and a sweater um <laughs> i don't know yeah i, I mean I, I don't know i'm too and, broke uh, for khakis guys yeah no i i, I did not do khakis um <clears throat> But, uh, you know, just, you know, I pulled in just crazy nice cars and just really, you know, it was you, very Miami. You, I, I you rolled in in your Honda Fit? I rolled in my Honda Fit and, <laughs> uh, you know, nor uh, my wife was saying that, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be really classy. And I'm like, no, I think it's going to be casual. And she's just like, no, this is Miami. People are going to be decked out, like dressed to the nines. And I'm like, yeah. no, and you know, sure enough, she was, she was right. Yep. But I uh, actually, when we got in, it was pretty cool because the entire, the entire room was laid out like, uh, like a watch dial. So like the face of a wristwatch. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and, um, so you start on this little tour and it was like, I think it takes you through like three o'clock, six o'clock, nine o'clock. <clears throat> and, uh, as you, as you go through each, uh, stop, you sample like, um, a variation of their tequila and, uh, uh, Jack Forrester from Hodinkee was there. He, uh, he Very was, cool. I guess the, yeah, he was a curator of these timepieces that were, uh, I guess meant to accompany the different types of tequila that they had. So like the very the very basic, <laughs> yeah, super super bougie and. It's, uh, yeah, I was I, gonna ask you, did you get so in terms? Of, I, I'm a I'm I'm a big fan of good theming and good execution on like a certain theme. Do you feel like that was kind of just duct taped together the whole matching tequila and watch thing? Because because we were talking about it, I told you I've only had tequila two or three times in my life so i really don't know you know anything about tequila but i'm not i mean is it did you feel like the pairings made sense or was oh, this I'll just kind you, of shoehorned i'll tell you about the tequila and oh, how yeah. much i don't know uh, how much i don't know about it oh okay because <laughs> the way you were talking is like yeah dude michael is like mr tequila i've been telling all my friends you know about tequila for the whole day telling random no, strangers I, you know about tequila no i, I mean i know <laughs> I, th I thought it was kind of I thought it was kind of weird until Jack Forrester started talking about it. So like the first one was like their base tequila, and it was apparently like the purest form, uh, you know, just uh, I don't know, just honest tequila, I guess. And uh, they paired it with like a 1969 Rolex Datejust, and um, you know, okay, straightforward booze, straightforward watch. Yeah, you know, this is you know, 
it's one of the best Swiss mechanical timepieces you can, you know, purchase. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's an honest watch. It's an honest tequila. And then you move on to the next one and they had a, you know, the next one was like a smoky aged, like, I don't know, you light the barrel on fire and like the cute yeah. tequila like sits there for like a year or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah and yeah. It, Makes sense. it was, it was like a universal Geneve, like tri-compacts, uh, chronograph, which was just, ah, man, it was, it was a cool watch. Um, there was like a Gerard Perigo mm-hmm. and, uh, <clears throat> like a Longine. And then when you get to the final, I guess like 12 o'clock, it's like their diamond series of like tequila Shit. and um they paired it with like a really nice really slim like patek philippe uh, calatrava <laughs> and uh, well here's here's the thing about tequila i didn't know that you could i don't know i guess appreciate it and sip it like a bourbon sure so i was just i was going through all these like you know things stops on the tour and i, I was just taking shots man. you're just slamming it i'm just, <laughs> just slamming I, this super expensive tequila and like oh yeah these are definitely some watches glug 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 i went i went through i went through the whole little thing just one time and uh you know i finished saw the watches tried all the tequila and everyone was kind of just standing around you know like just <laughs> sipping and i'm like wow i'm really ahead of you guys yeah <laughs> you all just got lapped all right <laughs> but it's two two, it, two it turned... drunk two drunk watch knobs two drunk underdressed watch knobs yeah and um you know he jack forrester had some great stuff to say about each of the watches and sure. uh, you know it was thoughtful and, and he's he's a great writer and um it, it was cool uh we <clears throat> we met for a bit uh after that and uh i don't know it, it was it was fun it was fun but after a while it just turned into like a huge party with like i don't know they were playing like an old Cary grant movie in the back like on a projector the and, hell um it's just were you in a like gap said, ad it sounds like a gap ad dude were, were, were people it, dancing too it people were dancing it was very very miami and uh you know a lot of selfies oh there was a dude there was a there was a guy from the seabull building here in miami which really? is like a big big kind of uh i don't know like jewelry district building that we have here and uh, he was taking apart like an old Omega constellation. Oh, and he, cool! He kind of, you know, I, I, I swung by and I'm like, "Hey, what are you up to?" And he's like, "Well, I'm just taking this thing apart. You want to take a look?" And <laughs> he he gave he gave me a loop and uh, that's you know, so cool. Yeah, yeah, that that was a lot of fun for, for yeah, folks. For so just really quick, just about the Seabold Building for folks who aren't like in the South Florida area or have never been here or have no idea what the hell the Seabold Building is, so. When before Mike took me there, he described it like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, it's kind of like this, you know, indoor mall. And it's all like jewelry and watches." I'm like, "Okay, cool." That's not really. It's sort of like the building time forgot a little bit. Yep. Like it, it 1962 came, and then like that was it. And this building stayed in 1962. Uh, the other thing is, it looks like it's something out of Star Wars because all these shops are like sort of stacked on each other. It's really yeah. and it's in a really bad part of the town. It's a it's really really weird, but if you're ever in the South Florida area and you get the chance, definitely take a look because there's some I mean there's some fantastic just independent jewelers and independent watch sellers which is like some amazing mm-hmm. watches. I mean I remember, mm-hmm. I mean for schnitz and giggles I remember you were pricing out the um, uh, the new sub hulks those green ones you know what I mean? Yeah. Just just well, just just for schnitz and giggles. <laughs> it turned it turns out I, you know and I asked for his card. And he gave me the card, and I recognized the name. Oh, shit. And uh, I think it's, like, Sheriff or Seraph, like, watchmaker or something. Okay. And it was it was a guy I found, like, an old Watch You Seek post about him. And he's, like, apparently, like, the dude there to bring, um, like, your old Seiko. Shit. I, oh, you remember, t- I remember you talking about that guy when I was trying to figure yeah. out who to take my old Raketa to. Yeah, so he's he's like the guy there for like older, you just like any kind. Because I told him I'm like, you know, do you do like lower end like Russian stuff? Like, uh, not not lower end, but like um, you can say lower end. I don't give a shit. It's a a, a busted ass watch, dude. (laughs) You know, just just like you know, cheaper like vintage watches. You know, like old Seikos, old Russian watches. He's like, yeah, I do it all. 
shit like give me your card mm-hmm. and then I, I i google his name and like i had already visited that like watch you seek uh forum post and and that was that was the guy so that's so cool yeah anyone at, if you're in the area you know, like watches and you don't mind elbowing through a little bit of crime check out the building really really cool stuff yeah. in there <clears throat> you yeah. know and uh we're uh, we're going to wind up so you want to we are going to wind up yes we we uh the that's the second second like breaking news we are going to wind up uh i don't think there are any type of bouncers so they can't kick us out so i, I think we can just show up you know yeah I, mean? that, I i almost i almost got tackled for touching that that longine <laughs> last night that's another thing every every watch had its own bodyguard yeah last night yeah i, I don't know what they do at wind up <laughs> I don't know what to do. Well, okay, so so okay, so before we move on to wind up, I had I have I have so many more questions, Michael, just about the 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 was it doorbell whiskey door door knocker whiskey? Why can't I remember the stupid name? You told it to me De eight Bell. times. Debell, yeah, Debell, not whiskey yeah. tequila. Sorry, I, I, I'm, tequila. I'm all I'm I'm like I'm like four four like breakfast teas in, so I'm just I'm just hopped up on caffeine right now. I don't know. It's <laughs> 10 p.m. and I'm drinking just, caffeine. You're still drinking that breakfast, dude. I'm just, it, it's just, it is, what, it is what it is, man. So, yeah. did you buy any tequila? Because I assume that was the whole point of the event was to, like, lure these people who love expensive watches into a room and sort of like a Bond villain trick them into buying this expensive tequila. Did you buy any, I d- any tequila, Michael? I did not. But, you know, <clears throat> we decided that, you know, my wife and I, we, we both... We don't know anything about tequila, but now if we ever have to buy tequila, we know of one brand. <laughs> there, there you before. go. <laughs> so I'll probably buy DeBell. And, there you uh, go. <laughs> so I guess, you know, they were successful in that effort. And, uh, you know, each of the watches that were featured there are watches that are featured in the Hodinkee store. Um, actually, all of the watches except the Patek and the Datejust, I think, Mr. Forrester was telling me, but, um, shit. So, uh, yeah. so, oops, oh, sorry, go on. No, 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 that's it. No, we, we didn't buy any tequila. So no. more, more, more questions. What watch were you wearing? Cause we were talking about this before, like a, like a wife helping her husband select the tie. It's like, cause I don't know what to wear. It's like, Hey man, you could just, you could just show up. You know what I mean? Just show up with the old calculator watch. I don't know. It doesn't, just wear, wear whatever's going to fuck it up. So I I wore I wore the tried and true trusty old Orient Mako. You wore the Mako, worn, hell on yeah! A worn and wound uh, model two strap. So how cool is that? Yeah, was, I love that watch. It, yep, and uh, I'm wearing it now. If you want to do like a like an audio wrist check, audio. Okay, um, so I'm I'm wearing my trusty uh, Seiko Sumo, SBDC zero three three. I mean, it was it was cool. So okay, so I thought I, I thought there was gonna be. Um... Yeah. Oh man. Wait, you you cut out for a second. Oh, can can, can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. So you were saying you thought there was gonna be. I don't know. I, I thought there was gonna be a whole lot of like, uh, like, I don't know, Richard Neal and like, there was there was a lot of like AP, like a lot of Royal Oaks and stuff. So. I was going to ask you what other folk were wearing. What was, so you, you okay, so you, you saw a few Royal Oaks, that's to be expected. I, saw, I remember I texted you, I saw one, I saw one of the execs at the place I work wearing one, and I'm like, I'll just, I can follow him out to his car after work, whatever. Um, <laughs> what was the, what was like, the, was there a, like a watch you were surprised to see someone wearing? Like was someone rocking like an Iron Man or something like that? You're just like, oh my God, dude, what are you doing? Or like a, or so, like, you know what I'm saying? I saw I saw a Timex Expedition. <laughs> Those are pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yes. I don't I don't think yes. that one will make it. I I don't think that one will make it to the Hodinkee uh, blog post. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, no, no, they're they're gonna pair it up with some of that like uh, you know that um, uh, they sold it in New York when I was there. I don't know if it's like a national thing, but like Georgie vodka. It comes in this like giant like like antifreeze jug, and it's like three dollar for that entire bottle. They're gonna pair the the the, ti- <laughs> the Timex with the three dollar uh, jug uh, jug of uh, antifreeze vodka, dude. I'm pumped, man. 
So there, there was that, and there was also um, the most ridiculous watch I saw. I mean, you know, I mean, go with God, you know, if you can, if you can wear <laughs> this. But it was just, it was a Frank Mueller. Oh yeah, was, yeah. It just totally blinged out in crushed diamonds. <laughs> just like, com- total custom piece. I. But uh, yeah. I really, I, I, we, we were texting. I really want to like that brand. There's something yeah. that just seems so fun, but still classic about it. When I say fun, I mean like, um, like Alice in Wonderland whimsical almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But I just can't they, commit. They, they have some cool, some cool dials with like yeah. really cool like fonts and stuff. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I feel like I'd like them if they were a little smaller. Because uh, that thing was huge. Yeah, are they Gigantor? I've, I've actually never seen one in the wild or in real life. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure they, I'm sure they make a bunch of different sizes, but uh, yeah, that, that thing was that huge. the one was giant. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, uh, he, he rocked it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. Sorry about that. Thought you cut out again. Um. Yeah, no, I've never seen one in the wild, but I guess they do make different sizes. I don't know. That I, I mean, you know. Although, I guess if I ever do reach a point where I'm no longer one of the two rogue watch knobs and I can afford a Frank Mueller or Frank Mueller, however they say it, I would probably, uh, I would probably roll it in crushed diamonds also. Just, I mean, why the hell not? You know what I mean? Why not? <laughs> Eat my Cheerios out of the skulls of my enemies with my diamond-encrusted Frank Mueller. Well, I, I've, I've made it this far. Why the hell not? <laughs> You know, uh, but uh, so yeah, to, so to your point, what you were saying before, we are going to wind up Warren and Wound's uh, very own wind up, and I think it's the second year they've done it. Yeah, second year. Second year they've done it. Um, so for those of you who don't know what wind up is, wind up is super cool. It takes place uh, over in the Chelsea Market in New York. So if you're in the area, show up October twenty first to twenty third. Basically, um, a whole bunch of brands get together, really cool watch brands get together. Uh, they get booths, so you get to walk around, talk to the people, talk to the reps, or sometimes the actual owners are just there. I know um, uh, the Benaros, or I think they're called Stevrol. Stevrol? I can't ever say that. Steve I'm Roll? so sorry if I'm butchering that. The, the, the owner yeah. from Stevrol, Stevrol, he was there. Uh, super cool watches. And you just walk around, and you can talk, you can buy... And just hang out. Plus, it's a cool part of town. Uh, it's a it's a touch expensive for the for the two broke wash knobs. Um, but yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna be there three days. We're gonna meet some people, get a lot of pictures, and uh, yeah, shake a lot of hands, and just you know, get a lot of cool content from that. Yeah, even um, it's not it's you know there certainly a lot of watch brands there, but some other you know, I know Crown and Buckle was there uh, really? last year. They're, oh, cool. Yeah, they're from. You know west palm beach and they you know, great straps natos and whatever yep. you're looking for i got um, a, i got a nato for my sumo from them. i got two natos for my sumo from them love it so what what kind of what are the brands that you're most excited uh about seeing well that's the thing man they haven't released the list of brands yet that are going to be there i can only assume what's going to be there just based off of last year last year i know stoa was there yeah would love yeah. to stop at well, that table you know, we we, we kind of know the brands that like you know worn and wound, uh, you know interacts with, and you know which ones are expected to kind of show up. I I know Fortis was there. Oh, cool! Uh, last year. Cool, and cool, that's, cool. That's that's a brand I want to know more about. Certainly, uh, I think like Dietrich was there. Oh the, wow! The, really? The dude, the dude that does uh, like, what's it called? The organic time. So, so those watches are really cool. So, okay, now, now this is actually a great broke watch knob moment, because yeah. if you're the type of person who's seen a Richard meal, and you're like, man, mm-hmm. that's a cool watch, but I, I, I cannot afford, I don't know, twenty, thirty, forty, whatever, 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 like, like, like czarist amount of money those watches <laughs> end up being. Like, I'm not Jackie Chan. I'm not buying a Richard meal. You could look at Dietrich or or Dietrich, however they say it, because those watches um, are super cool. It's a very similar shape design. They're supposed to be extremely comfortable. The best way I can describe it in the most like layman, not watch terms, is if Predator wore a watch, it would probably be one of these watches. Because the thing is pretty damn cool looking. It looks like it's from outer space. Um, yeah. 
And the cool thing is they fit within to our niche because you can get them. I th I think there are some models that are under a thousand bucks. Yeah. I think I think I I think they are that or I just I just I'm completely just drunk off tea and I have no idea what I'm talking about. But I could have sworn I've seen them for like around a thousand Swiss francs. Swiss francs. How much? What's what's one Swiss franc to one dollar mm. USD? Uh... I'm asking, Let's I'm asking, the OT one. asking ridiculous question. Okay. Yeah, the O the OT one, which is like the original, uh, is one thousand two hundred fifteen Swiss francs. Fuck. All right, I'm an asshole. Okay, it's above a thousand bucks, but either way, it's not the the amount you'd pay for a car. Twelve twelve fifty. Actually, yeah. Rafael Nadal. Uh, lost at the U.S. Open wearing a four hundred thousand oh. dollar Richard Mille oh Turbion. God, that's uh, right. You were texting so, me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, good, good, good for him. Uh, good for him. So, if you're talking about just value proposition, you could spend your you could spend four hundred thousand dollars on a Richard Mille, or you could spend twelve hundred and fifty bucks on one of these Dietrich uh, Dietrich eyes Dietrich's ostriches. I have no idea. But yeah, dude, if they're gonna be there, that's that's awesome because I'm 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 setting like a like a, a limit for myself. If I can find a watch within like a certain range, or maybe even potentially a few watches within a certain range, I think I think I'm gonna pull the trigger and buy it or them. You know what I mean? I want okay. <clears throat> I'm excited about them. I'm excited for Stova. And I'm also excited for Zinn. We we both know they're gonna. Be oh there. shit! That's right. Zinn is supposed to be there. That's so cool, man. Ugh. And I want I want to play with that split second chronograph that they came out with. <laughs> I know they're gonna have it. They, I mean, they have to. I'm gonna be so sad if they don't. But that thing is cool. Like I'm hands down, the yeah. Best Basel World 2016 release. I think. I don't know. I'm sure they're gonna have it. Um, expensive. It's an expensive watch. It is. Um, tell the tell the people at home how much that watch cost. I gotta go on. Watch buys is the U.S. retailer. So off the top of my head, if I can recall, I think it was like forty five hundred bucks or fifty four hundred bucks. Really? I think. It's less. It could, I mean, it could be less. I, I, but I remember when we were talking about it. I, I Google it and I'm like, I'm like, you know, holy fuck balls, that's a lot of money. You know what I mean? Um, Come on, computer. Come on, computer. <laughs> <laughs> if if the listeners uh, at some point notice a lack <clears throat> of two broke uh, watch knobs episodes, it's because my laptop exploded. It finally, <laughs> finally bit the big one. It's been hanging on by the skin of his teeth. God, this website sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, either way, we can we can say definitively it is above a thousand bucks. Oh, I found it. He found it. He found it, everyone. It is... Well, we were both wrong. <laughs> How much is it? <laughs> we were both very wrong. It is 6240 Holy Christ, Box. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, that... Now, I understand in the entire world of Richard Meals and, you know, Ulysse Narden freaks that 6000 bucks is not a lot of money. But, Michael, to you and I, I mean, me, who I... You want to know what I had for dinner, dinner tonight? I had... Well, well, I had a, a, a dry sandwich over my sink for dinner. I ate over my sink in my underwear just looking at my cats because I just I'm just broke. I'm broke as shit. That's just that's, that's, that's my life, bro. That's better than the than the raw kale uh, you brought to work one day. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the raw kale. I didn't know. I wanted to be Okay, so we're going to we're we're going to divert for 2 seconds from watches. So, uh, at a point in time, Michael and I worked together at the same place in marketing, and uh, I know he was super into healthy eating, and I'm like, oh, hey, I want to live past 30, so I should probably eat something not in the shape of, like, a, a fucking hamburger. So, I keep hearing about kale, so I'm going to go and buy some kale. And so, I just bought this giant, like, mulch-sized bag of kale from, like, the grocery store, and I'm like, yeah, dude, rock and roll. I'm going to eat all of this, and I'm just going to get, like, Popeye ripped. You know what I mean? And so I put this like I don't like I didn't wash it I didn't like put it with anything else 
So it was all the leaves, and they were still attached to like these thick, like fibrous, like stems. Now, when I, I, if you've never had like, if you never bit into like this, the the stem of a like a piece of kale, the best way I can describe it is if you have a pet, like a dog or a cat, just bite its leg, bite its leg <laughs> as hard as you can, because that's what the stem of kale is like when you bite into it with all of your you know meager might, your, your meager jaw muscles. So I I. I went to work and I had this bowl of just fucking just kale. And I remember Michael and this other guy we were working with, Brad. What's up, Brad, if you're listening? I doubt he's listening. Uh, they're looking at me and I take one bite and I just immediately regret the past like day and a half I had done prepping to, to be here. I'm like, this is a mistake. This is disgusting. And the thing oh, is, I just, thought, I just thought maybe I didn't like kale. It's like, no, I just don't like kale stems because I'm not a hamster. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not like a fucking garbage pillaging, you know, rodent. You don't eat the stems. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah, tangent, tangent over. Yeah, but okay, I will, I will say, dry sandwich over the sink in my underwear, way better than kale stems. Dude. Yeah, and, and this day. chronograph is, is, and this chronograph is too expensive for us to talk about. <laughs> That's the point. Thank you for, thank you for bringing it back. I was starting to lose my way, like interstellar, just lost in space, dude. <laughs> Yeah. yeah either, either way, the 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 trip uh, the trip to New York is going to be fun. Um, we're, we're two old... dudes uh, from from South Florida, so yeah, we're going to have have a have a watch adventure. We're we're going to try to swing by the uh, the Seiko boutique. Yep. You know the only the only one in the U.S. I think still. Really excited. Uh, we're going to try and touch base with the guys there. Maybe we can get some pictures inside. Maybe we can talk to some people. That'd be really fun. Because yep. I feel like so as 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 someone who eats dry sandwiches over the sink. I have a lot of interest in Seikos because that's like, I'm their target market. You know what I mean? Of course. So, but it's really difficult sometimes because there aren't any Seiko boutiques. There's very few places where I can actually like handle a Seiko and it doesn't really feel like the same type of watch buying experience as if, you know, I walked into the Omega boutique or the, or the Hublot boutique, which are right next to door, door to door to each other in the mall right here. Um, so the idea of a Seiko boutique is super, super cool to me. I, I absolutely mm-hmm. love that. So I feel like people would really want to just get a glimpse of that of inside there from the perspective of people who are also broke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm and, super uh, excited about it, that. It's a very uh it's a very friendly uh boutique. Um Yeah, you've been there before. I, I went there once. Uh <laughs> yeah, that was an adventure. <laughs> uh, but it, yeah, it was it was really cool. The the boutique manager, he's he's a nice guy, and uh, uh, it was the first time I got to just just try on all these watches that you you I don't know you yeah. see them on you see them on Reddit, you see them on Instagram, you hear people talk about them, and it was the first time I tried on a Sumo. It was the first time I tried on a Marine really? Master. It was the first wow. first time I tried on a like a Tuna. Like I don't know these these watches that you I don't know, you don't see them like at jc penny right like macy's where where like they yeah they do sell seiko but they don't have like i don't know like the stuff so, <laughs> so just to give just to give people a reference all those models you just named are probably some of the best like affordable <laughs> most reliable dive watches yeah you could possibly put on your wrist and like actually use you know yeah Def- it's, definitely it's, the the sumo I, I think I think you you probably have some stuff to say about the sumo. <laughs> I I will I will I, it's now my daily beater. I mean uh, I want to write a little bit for about the sumo on the website because we're gonna get a website. Woo. Uh, yep. Getting the sticks together. Um, I I have not really had the chance to like test it out because I'm not like athletic. I told you my kale story, um, <laughs> but I did take it on a Disney cruise. <laughs> And it didn't melt, I because I remember. Uh, so short, short. God damn, so many tangents. I'm so sorry, people. So another short tangent, but related to watches. Uh, uh, my fiance and I, we were like, oh, let's do this. Let's go on a cruise. I'm like, yeah, Royal Caribbean, five hundred dollar for two weeks. She's like, oh, let's go on a Disney cruise. I'm like, uh, That's a good deal. okay. <laughs> let's, Disney cruises are not five hundred bucks for two weeks. Just so everyone understands, like this is like a, this is not a cheap cruise. And That's so. A great deal. It's a big deal. It was a lot of. It was actually the the, the best time ever. Uh, I would highly recommend it. Um, yeah. Did set me back a lot though. I'm I'm pretty broke. Uh, 
but I remember thinking, awesome, I don't have any watches to wear, because at the time, the pinnacle of my collection was, uh, I think was my Big Zero. <laughs> it was a Big Zero. My yeah. Rakeda Big Zero. Um, so you're going to hear me talk about that a lot, people, if you stick with the podcast. And do stick, do stick with the podcast, because we're going to mail you chocolate chip cookies. Right? That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. <laughs> that's, that's a flat-out lie. But, Actually, uh, we will mail you uh, <laughs> chocolate chip cookies, and I guarantee they will be very stale and you do. Uh, old. <laughs> do and, uh, don't don't say that. You're gonna get us in trouble. You're gonna get the FTC, just, you're gonna get the FTC uh, kicking my door down. Me eating a sandwich over them, the sink. I, I'm just lowering their expectations. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whew. So you're gonna hear me talk about my Raketa Big Zero a lot. Um, it's a vintage Russian watch. It's from the '80s. I purchased it online. It is all original. I think I mentioned it in the first episode. Now, you all have to understand about the Raketa Big Zero, and I meant to talk about this last episode. It is the least water-resistant thing on the face of the planet. I think I think sodden, like, like toilet paper, will probably be more water-resistant than my Raketa. Because, Michael, I never told you. One of the first days we moved, because we moved recently, so, you know, uh, we're in Orlando right now. Uh, I got out of my car on a particularly humid day, and my brain goes, oh, I'm curious as to what time it is. And I look at my watch, and it's completely fogged out. Like, the inside of my watch is just completely just, like, like humidity is inside my watch. Uh, from being exposed for about 10 seconds. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. That's, that's a recipe for a rusty movement. So, that's not the watch I'm taking on a cruise. I'm not taking that watch near a water fountain. All right, dude. And so uh, I bought the Seiko Sumo, the new one, the SBDC033 Prospects. I got it from Mastrop, which is a website you're probably going to talk about a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Really cool website, group by website. I purchased it from there, and in, I only intended to wear it for the cruise. After the cruise, I've worn it. It's basically my daily beater now. I, I, I wear it all the time. It is so comfortable. The case is designed fantastically, and... and the, the cool thing is, and Michael, you and I are talking about this, it's a giant watch. I think it's 52 millimeters lug to lug, 45 millimeters, like overall in diameter. But it wears really, really uh, comfortably just because of the way it's curved and just how well the balance is across the whole design factor. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think um, we spoke about this a bit before you before you decided to buy it. And I think... I just want to say I think Seiko is I've been looking at that whole lug to lug measurement yeah um a lot more lately uh because of the mistake I made with the Steinhardt uh Ocean Military I I thought it was a cool watch <laughs> I mean it was a giant watch I thought it was a cool watch It was it was a giant watch because of those lugs man Yeah and but I I will say that if you see you know, with Seiko's measurements, like a lug-to-lug measurement that you feel uncomfortable with, I think you should either take a chance or try the watch on because yeah. it, there's just something about the way they design they design their cases that, you know, I don't know, it just really hugs the wrist. Yep. And that 52 just, it, it doesn't feel like 52 millimeters. It, I, I don't know, it fits perfect. It, it looks great on you, I, I gotta say. Thanks. No, I, I, I'm telling you, I love it. I think it's fantastic. I... I What's also great is I wear it in the office. So this is the cool thing also. The case is designed for like maximum comfort on the Sumo, but it's also mm-hmm. beautiful. So some parts of it are just kind of like brush polished, and then some parts of it are really finely polished, and you end up getting just a, a pretty dynamic looking piece. And the bracelet, I am spoiled by this bracelet. So 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 people, you're going to learn about me pretty quick. I don't like metal bracelets on watches. Like they, because I have, I have, I have like teen wolf arms. I have hairy arms. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so anytime I've worn a metal bracelet in my life, it's just like like Brazilian wax my left wrist. And it's just like, oh, that's good. I don't want hair there anyway. And so I've just hated them forever. And so Michael was telling me, oh, yeah, just, you know, that, that, that sumo bracelet. It's supposed to be fantastic. I'm like, yeah, whatever. This is an amazing <laughs> fucking bracelet. It is solid end links. The whole thing is super, super tough. It's extremely comfortable. I, I have no problem wearing it. Now the issue is, anytime I've worn the bracelet of another nice watch, I immediately don't like it. That's how good the Seiko Sumo bracelet is. Like, um, 
when I was pretending to be an Arab sheik in the Omega Boutique, uh, I was trying on... That's the only way I can get in there, man. All right? Don't <laughs> laugh at me. So is that is that how we get into the, the Richard Meal Boutique uh, <laughs> downtown? <laughs> That's what I have to do. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. L- listen. Listen. Here, here's what we're going to do. You're a South American businessman. I am your Syrian gimp. I just carry your suitcases. All right? <laughs> Perfect. I carry suitcases well, and I feed you fucking palm dates all night. That's that's just like that's our that's our dynamic. We'll we'll report back uh, for the listeners once we met, once we'll, we met. We'll, we'll tell you what happens um, with pictures with pictures. So so yeah, I was pretending to be an Arab sheik and sipping espressos in this Omega boutique, and the guy brings out the newer uh, uh, Omega Speedmaster because I'm asking about them. Uh, you know the three eleven, you know bunch of numbers zero zero five, the um, the non display back, the one you know the certified Moonwatch, all this stuff. Yeah. And uh, and he goes, oh, this is the new, you know, the latest one, you know, upgraded from a three five seven zero. It has a new bracelet, and I'm like, oh, new bracelet, yeah, dude, I'll I'll see how it feels. Michael, it was I didn't like it. But it's I'm not a big deal. I'm supposed to like it. I feel like it's just like a five thousand six thousand dollar watch. <clears throat> so what? People at home need to understand is the sumo bracelet that is more comfortable than the Omega bracelet. Uh, I got this watch for about three hundred and fifty dollars on Mastrop, and mm-hmm. so just if you're talking about value proposition, I would rather spend. So I'd rather spend five dollars on a shirt that's comfortable, as opposed to two thousand dollars on a shirt made of wool and like burlap. You know what I mean? It's just itchy. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just didn't like that bracelet, so I think I'm I think I'm screwed. I think all bracelets are gonna suck now. Um. Yeah. Yeah, the, man. That's, the, the sumo also has the. Uh, I think people should know the six R fifteen movement. Super cool. Um, yeah. And that's just uh you know a couple notches under, just actually just a notch under what you get in the uh, the big bad like Marine Master, mm-hmm. and uh, you know not far off. I mean, well. I'm not going to say it's in the same league as like a, like a Grand Seiko, but it's it's certainly a really nice movement, a huge improvement over the 7S26 that you see in uh, you know the SKX divers or like the you know, yeah little Seiko fives and everything. I'm telling you, know you the, I'm sorry. The power reserve on that thing? Uh, it's 50 plus hours, I think. I think it's 55 hours. That's insane. It's nuts. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's hacking, which is fantastic. Uh, 55 uh, hour power reserve and the thing is i i track it every day i'm within three or four seconds like i'll, I'll be plus minus three or four seconds every single day that's insane one thing one thing i hear uh people complaining about though we've been talking about the bracelet do you feel that it's too small for the watch is it like 20 millimeters so like- this is this is 20 so this is a 20 millimeter bracelet on a 45 millimeter watch it is so visually it's small when you're wearing it it doesn't feel weird but when you look at it it doesn't look weird but you're like "Mm, this could be 22 you know what i mean i don't know why they chose 20 i really couldn't tell you because i know uh i have the 7002 which i got from you which i'll always be thankful for that's a smaller watch technically and that's 22 millimeter bracelet yeah you know what i mean so i that's the one design element I didn't really understand. The only thing I could think of is since they really wanted this to also look like an elegant watch, maybe the idea was it'd be more appropriate for the office if it wasn't a giant watch on a giant bracelet. You know what I mean? Hmm. I see. That's the only thing I could think of. I, I, I don't know if that's voodoo hogwash or what, but but other other than that, the bracelet size, I mean, it's just it's just a fantastic watch. If you're just looking for... A dive watch, and you don't want to do uh, uh, SKX or like a Orient Mako or something like that. Keep an eye out for a good deal on a Sumo. Yeah, this is. I I will say the Sumo is definitely, you know, <laughs> it's it's a cut above the rest when you're mm-hmm. looking at the uh, the usual Seiko divers. I, and I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with with an SKX or anything, but if you if you want to kind of just take it a step further and um just really appreciate a well-designed like japanese watch yeah it, the sumo is going to take you there I'm telling you uh, i was pleasantly surprised we were talking an awful lot about my sumo for some reason i'm like blushing 
You can't tell because I have brown skin, but I am I am just I am just dark 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 red. Oh, I mean, we can we can make it we can make it this you know the sumo episode. We can make it the sumo. We started so as seventy five percent of the episode was about something else, but you know what we're calling it the sumo episode, guys. That's just it's been decided. We're, we're uh, we were supposed to talk about more affordable vintage watches. Oh man, that's okay. Yeah. So yeah. So okay. So you know recap. We are going to wind up. We're going to a few boutiques in New York. Uh, look forward to our Instagram once it gets unblocked, because our Instagram got instant, insta <laughs> insta blocked, insta blocked. Because because I can't follow basic directions. So as soon as we <laughs> as soon as we get insta blocked from Instagram, <laughs> insta insta unblocked, insta insta unblocked. Um, look forward to a lot of crazy wrist shots. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. But yes, so yeah. uh, uh, you wanted to talk about affordable vintage watches some more because uh, I think we both kind of had the feeling in the first episode, which was very focused just on affordable vintage timepieces, there may there might have been a little bit more room to kind of, you know, expound upon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're, uh, we're only 46 minutes in. 46 minutes? About- Is that too long? I have no idea what's long. I mean, they, they can let us know. They can. That's that's actually a really great point. I want to take the time to say it now, and I'm going to say it again a bunch of times. Uh, for the for the one viewer we have left, thanks for hanging on. Uh, if there's anything that we've talked about that you want us to talk about more, let us know uh, in the comments. I mean, I think if we have – does SoundCloud have comments? God, I hope so. I sound like an asshole yeah. if I don't. Yeah? Yeah, it does. It okay. does. It or, has comments. Or just, or just – uh, there's, there's plenty of ways to get a hold of us. Smoke signals, uh, pigeons. <laughs> Um, if there's anything we talked about you want to hear us talk about more, let us know. Anything that you don't want us to talk about, actually, don't tell us things that you don't want to hear. Tell us things you only want to hear. I don't want to hear negative well, things. Well, we can. I mean, we heard about we heard about your like daily wear watch. Yeah. And uh, I think I think we can probably talk more about affordable vintage watches later on. Yeah. Um, I mean. I guess we can talk about what I've been wearing lately. Like, well, what, what have you been wearing since you've since you've purged your collection? For for people who don't know, who didn't listen to the first episode, Michael is a a, a horologicist, like masochist, Hor- horologic yeah. masochist. He'll just I, I get I get really excited about watches. I buy them and then I get rid of them. And he just gets and rid the of ones, them. The ones that stay are the ones that I really like. <laughs> I guess I just I just the concept of selling a watch. That I researched, that I sought out a good deal for, and I took home and I wore with me. The idea of selling that, it just—I might as well just like stomp one of my cats to death. You know what I mean? Like it's just unthinkable to me. But you do it frequently. You frequently stomp cats to death. He doesn't really, people. Jesus, he doesn't—he doesn't stomp (laughs) cats to death. He just sells his watches. I'm—I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. And I've—I've taken. I think I'm gonna take this recent purge as an opportunity to like. I don't know. Really put a collection together that I, I, I don't know. I think about and I just really keep. I know it sounds so impossible. No, I think <laughs> it's totally possible. So what you're telling me is you're gonna buy 400 dive watches. Uh, that's what I had before. Cause you, <laughs> <laughs> you like your divers, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I've. It's been the Mako lately. You've been and, wearing the uh, Mako. That's so cool. It's uh. For a while, it was one of those watches that I, it was, it was the first, it was the first kind of like mechanical, you know, automatic watch that I got when I was just getting into watches. It was the watch that I wore on my wedding day. Nice. Um, it's kind of, I don't know, I had it during the honeymoon. Um, and I don't know. After that, I, I got a lot of cool stuff, and I it just kind of sat in the box. Right. And uh, after having it for almost almost three years, it's I don't know for some reason it's turned into the watch that I wear every single day. And that's, <laughs> that's funny. So right cool. now, right now I'm wearing it on like a NATO strap that they they gave away at that Hodinkee event last night, and it's uh, nice. It's twenty millimeters. It doesn't fit the watch, but it. I don't know. It still looks cool. Um, I got you one, so now I know that it'll it'll fit your sumo. <laughs> you were saying, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You didn't have to give me uh, to give me anything. 
it's cool, man. I, I can give you a, a, a Dobell tequila hat also if you want to. They gave you know. fucking hats? What the hell are you going to do with a hat? They gave us hats. I don't know. They, <laughs> the, the swag bags had a NATO strap and a hat inside. They gave us uh, 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 Dobell visine drops, uh, <laughs> a Hodinky guitar string winder. Yeah, I got a whole bunch of crazy <laughs> swag, dude. But, uh, Car match, you know? Yeah, this... And, and you know what? I don't know... I don't know much about the movement that's inside of this watch. I know Orient is like a... I don't know who owns them. Is uh, it Citizen or is it, or is it Seiko? I believe... I, I I could be wrong. You know, listeners, uh, the, the last one, you you guy, I'm talking to you, listener. Uh, if we're wrong, let us know. But I'm, I could have sworn they were just owned... I just, they were just them, right? Yeah. It's either yeah. them or it's Seiko that owns them. But I think, I think it's, it might be. I think it's just them. I don't know. I could be wrong as shit. I'm usually wrong. Became a subsidiary in 2009 of Seiko Epson Corporation. Okay. Okay. So cool. Se- Seiko does own <laughs> Orient. Yeah, okay. So Orient uh, was before and is now definitely a, a Japanese brand. Yeah. Started in let's see, 1950. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's one of those watches. You know, when you when you start getting into watches and you go on forums and stuff and you start really getting geeky, people are either recommending the Seiko SKX or the Orient Mako. And yeah. I don't know. I just got the Mako, uh, and it's. It's not like an ISO certified diver, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a rugged diver and, uh, you know, I put it on leather, I put it on NATO, I don't have the bracelet anymore, but, uh, you know, lately it's just what I've been wearing every single day and I, uh, I for the, for the blog actually, I might put together like a, like a two years with the Mako sort I of think, I think that'd be fantastic. I mean, so the cool yeah. thing, uh, what I really enjoy about that watch is, you know, for someone, and we've all this, you were just talking about this right now, when you start researching, what should my, like, I'm serious about my watches. I don't want to just walk into a, you know, a store and buy like a, like a fashion watch, a quartz watch, like a Diesel or Michael Kors. There's nothing wrong with those, but if you're the type of person who's interested in just a mechanical watch, you know, most likely an automatic, uh, people are going to say your first purchases will probably be, you know, a Seiko or were one of those Orients, you know? Yep. But I think that almost does it a disservice because as is evidenced by what you just said, you can be a watch person for years and still just get so much joy out of wearing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And That's one so thing, cool. One thing to point out about both of these brands and both of these watches, these are completely in-house manufacture movements oh yeah 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 it's this the 6r15 and i mean i don't know what's in my orient it's like a super long name but um just completely in-house uh incredible rugged robust movements that you can just have in these watches and like wear them every single day and you're gonna be fine you know, it, it's 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 gonna work for you, and it's gonna work for a really long time. So, uh, describe uh, to the people your model in terms of like dial color, uh, bezel. Yeah, I assume obviously it has a diver's bezel. So I have, I have the, um, I have the blue Mako. Nice. And it's uh, it's not the newer like Mako USA edition that came out um, recently. Oh, the Mako twos. Yeah. They had like the Mako 2 and they had the Mako USA. I think those are two different watches. The hell's the difference? Jeez, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up later. But um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a blue dial. It's forty two millimeters. Oh, um, nice. And I'll get the exact reference. I bought it off Amazon actually for. Let us see. I'm actually curious to see how much I bought it for. You have it in like your Amazon history? Yeah, I'm, I'm in my... Okay, I bought it for 142 bucks and 50 cents. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, this is this is the watch that I've been wearing every single day. The watch that, like I said, on my wedding day, 
just had it through so many like i don't know cool adventures as cheesy as it sounds but it was the cem 6500 2d i don't know if that's the movement but it's got like the um blue dial with the 12 6 and the 9 and yep. like baton markers. is it um, is there a date wheel there's a day and date uh complication okay cool so, cool cool so talk to me yeah. about the because i haven't i've seen you wear it a bunch of times but i myself have never worn a mako so talk to me about the case design um someone who maybe has never really worn a watch that much would a diver like that be too much because i remember when i first started wearing watches after i got interested it felt like uh you know a toddler constantly tugging at my arm like it felt weird you know what i mean would a watch so like that a, be too big or too much for a first time wearer? I I don't think so. It's so it's a forty one millimeter case. Cool. It's uh you know, it's your standard kind of like diver configuration. Uh, it, you know, kind of looks like a Rolex Submariner. Kind of doesn't because this one has a funky like pusher at two o'clock for the. Uh, yeah, that thing confuses the, the hell out of me. Yeah, for the day of the week um so it's like like a screw down pusher which i don't like i think screw down pushers are silly but oh, all it does weird. is change all it does is change the day of the week uh so it's like your standard like dive case like you know it, it looks like a submariner but it's a little bit different mm -hmm. screw da screw down crown big like sort of crown guards and um and yeah i mean the the bracelet wasn't uh I got rid of the bracelet just one day because I saw somebody on Reddit that that wanted a, a Mako bracelet, and I think I sold it for like twenty bucks. <laughs> Jesus, uh, do you remember what the bracelet was like? Because I have, I've, I have, uh, I have an Orient. I bought the Orient disc a while back, and I have my own disc. opinions about that watch, and its bracelet specifically. But like I mentioned before. Uh, I'm super spoiled by my sumo bracelet. So, but what 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 were your impressions of that Mako bracelet? If you can remember, I mean, I was a while back. The bracelet was okay, but you know, it, it's kind of like, um, you know, if you if you've handled like a like a bracelet you get on like an SKX or something. Yeah. It, it's kind it's kind of in the same league, but the the coolest feature um, is the handset, and. Uh, they're, they're these kind of like big sword hands the loom is okay the loom is the loom but they're like these big sword hands and the second hand just has this like red spear tip yeah and, that's right cool um it's it's just really really cool um i'm gonna have it forever you know the standard like 200 meters water resistance you can take it in the water um and yeah, I don't and know. It's, I, it's and obviously, you can dress it up. You wore it to the uh, tequila hodinky event, you know. Yeah, man, and I and I stood next to the dude with the uh, the AP, and I felt just fine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have wrist envy at all. No, that's so I, cool. And that, that that was it was it was really fun. It was really fun to kind of just stand in a room with all these like ridiculous watches, and just feel okay. Because I was there with my Mako, and all was good in the world. <laughs> I don't know. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what we uh, that's what we both wear uh, every day. Yeah, that's what it's been for me for a while. Uh, the well, the other issue is also we're getting a lot of storms, so I get caught in the rain basically every day. And like I've already elaborated on, this is the only watch I own that can get wet. So you know, I'm mm -hmm. not I'm not about to wear any other watch in the rain. So yeah, it's basically what I wear every day. Do you, so we are, let me check my time, my fiance is on her way home, and we're about an hour in, do you think we have time to talk about affordable vintage watches a bit more now, or should we start episode three with that? Maybe we can leave that for episode three. Okay. Right, what do you think? I'm okay, I'm okay with that. You want to do the sign okay. off? Should I sign off, or, you, or do you want to sign off? I think I signed oh, off last time. This, the... This is okay. These we'll the okay. these the these are the things we struggle with, uh, people with two <laughs> broke watch knobs. The most, but like 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 menial banal task ever. It's like it's like oh should we 
Should we talk about this? Ah, oh, I don't. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, man. I gotta wake oh, up early tomorrow, man. You know what our, I mean? Our logo, our logo has been. The logo like that. has been the most ridiculous. Okay, so all okay, all I'm gonna say is don't trust anyone. That's all <laughs> I'm gonna say about about logos, man. Uh, Los Los Logos, Los Lobos Logos. What does Los Lobos mean? But can I trust Jean-Claude Biver? <laughs> Dude, I would tr- Okay, listen. I There is something so wonderfully charming about him when he speaks that I could literally wake up to him like lovingly brushing my teeth and I wouldn't be mad. I'm like, that's awesome. Jean-Claude Biver is giving my teeth a good cleaning. Yeah, dude. And he, he makes he makes me want to buy a Hublot. Dude, okay, this is how good this is. So you know, first of all, yes. Uh, so okay, so uh, quickly give a brief rundown for the the last guy who's about to click off. Uh, uh, in case he doesn't know who Jean Claude Biver is, explain to the people, person, uh, empty room, who Jean Claude Biver is. Well, I think now he's he's CEO of uh, Tag Heuer. Tag Heuer. Yep. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's he's a guy that's just he's been in the Swiss watch industry for just decades. Essentially, and, um, a marketing legend. Yeah, he's he's worked at a, you know with Omega, AP, Hublot, um, Tycoon now, and uh, there's just you know such a raw passion when you when you yep hear this guy talk about watches and uh, uh, yeah I don't know like he so, so he's saw, he's I'm sorry go on. I, I saw like a, a thing that he did where Usain Bolt like just goes to his house <laughs> and he but he like he flies down like a helicopter. What? And they just and they just sit there and they talk about stuff. And I'm like I'm just like watching this and it's insane. Oh, and uh, man. he also he also has like the talking watches episode like on Hodinky that's like half an hour long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has like all these like insane like Protect complications and like he only like collects like serial number zero <laughs> like all of them are just like serial number zero i, I um, only eat dodo eggs oh, okay yeah That's cool man <laughs> so but, so uh, this did just, just just to let people know uh, how good this uh, just how not how convincing he is but how contagious his passion is i was reading an article where he was this is a move about a year or so back uh 2015 um they just Tag Heuer had just put out the new Aqua Racer like ceramic bezel watches, mm-hmm. you know, like the uh, black, red, and blue ones. Yeah, the new ones. Yep. Yeah, the new ones. I had no interest at all in Tag Heuer and Aqua Racers. If you said, "Do you like Aqua Racers?" I would have said, "I don't watch anime." Like I had like no inclination <laughs> as to what like an Aqua Racer, you know, was. But I'm reading this thing, and by the time I finish it, I I say to myself, "Dear God in heaven, I gotta get me an Aqua Racer." Because he's just yeah, so excited about it. You know what I mean? But yeah. eventually the spell wore off. And I'm like, God, thank God I didn't buy a fucking Aqua Racer. That, yeah. that, that could have been awful. I mean, not 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 bad about the Aqua Racers. I just don't know enough about the watch <clears throat> to know if it's a watch that I would like. Also, it does not fit in with the uh, uh, two broke watch knobs price limit. I think it's like a $2,500, $3,000 watch. The Aqua Racer? I mean... I, mean, I, think, I think you can find them cheaper on Watch Recon. You can find some some pretty cheap used tags on Watch Recon. Definitely yeah. under a grand. I, I mean, even well, you know how I feel about quartz. Like, I think the quartz ones are pretty cool. I yeah, mean, no, know, they whatever. are. Sue me. <laughs> no, 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 dude. But, I was. Uh, we walked into a tag boutique. Um, uh, my my fiance and I were walking around. We walked into one, and uh, I saw. Um, it wasn't the Formula One. I think it was another one, but it was a, a blue dial. You know, red sweeping, not sweeping. Red second hands, and it was quartz. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, wow, I can see why Michael would totally be attracted to this watch, just objectively, aesthetically speaking. It's a good looking yeah. watch, you know? Yeah. But definitely, you know, definitely watch that, like, Talking Watches episode with John Claude Biver. <laughs> if no one's seen it, it's, yeah, you're, you're, in, you're in for a treat. Not, not stuff that we'd talk about here, but it's, I don't know, he's got a crazy cool collection. Yeah. So so um, so quick quick recap. Uh, you're now addicted to whisk, uh, whiskey, uh, tequila. Tequila, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I might I might buy some. You some, might buy some some Dobel, Dobel four hundred dollar bottle, uh, Angel Tear tequila. 
Uh, and, a, and a universal Genève tri-compact, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. In the, nope. in the same store on the same day. Uh, do, you guys, do you guys take PayPal credit? Um, <laughs> we're, we're going to wind up. We're going to wind up. Super excited about that. Look forward to the pictures. Um, uh, piggybacking on that, we're waiting for Instagram to uh, insta-unblock our account. Please, Instagram. We'd like to take pictures of our wrists for people. Yep. I really don't know why um, they insta-shadow insta banned us, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm um, sad because I, I, just, I just shaved my wrist. It Just could be. I, I suspect, now, hear me out. I suspect it might be a Hodinkee uh, a conspiracy. They're just no. like, hey, man. No. <laughs> you don't think so? I think so. You're not allowed. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> these guys are on the radar. Shut them down. And then, and then Ben Clymer picks up the phone, and he dials five, and our account gets blocked. You know what I mean? <laughs> Weird speed dial five on the block phone. He's got three cell phones and one of them is the block phone. <laughs> okay, moving moving on from Ben Clymer. Uh, we talked a lot about my sumo. Giant fan of my Seiko sumo. Um, I'm hoping to get some pictures up on my on the Instagram if it ever gets blocked. Uh, Mako, really cool watch. Mako. Hopefully, we'll be talking about the Mako too soon. I want to get one of those in for each of us to spend some time with and just talk to people about. Really cool watch. Uh, yeah. John Claude Biver can sell us anything, and. Yep. Next episode, we'll talk more about vintage watches. And we did not decide who's going to do the sign-off. I think it should be you. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do okay. it. Uh, if, you, if you have made it this far, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, we'll, we're going to try to record these every week. Uh, but for now, we're um, uh, with the two broke watch knobs. I'm Mike. This is Kev. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Take Talk care. Later.